Welcome to the Maternal Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dunbar, and I believe every mom has a unique and meaningful story to share about their journey of motherhood and their maternal mental health. On the Maternal Mind Podcast, we'll take a deeper dive into these stories and experiences, how it has impacted their maternal mental health, and how these moms are balancing life today. It is my mission through this podcast to spread awareness about maternal mental health and for every listener to have a story that they can relate to. I hope you enjoy this episode as we explore the maternal mind. Hello and welcome to the season one finale of the Maternal Mind Podcast. I am your host, Megan Dunbar. First and foremost, before we go any further, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you for listening and for all of your love and support through season one. The amount of support that I have received and feedback I have received on the podcast has just exceeded my expectations. So I want to thank you all for just listening in. You know, we have heard from 11 amazing women about their stories of motherhood and their maternal mental health. So I want to say thank you to each one of those individuals for being on my podcast and, you know, being brave and willing to share such personal experiences in order to help others. So I really hope that you all have enjoyed season one and we will be back with season two in the spring. I just decided, you know, with the holidays coming around and all of that, just to take a couple months, you know, of a break, even though I love doing this a thousand percent, you know, it's healthy and good to take a break every once in a while. And so, yeah, hopefully we'll be back around February or March or so. So keep an eye out for season two. So for the season one finale, I decided I wanted to do somewhat of a mental health update for you all because my mental health has changed a bit since the first episode that I recorded and put out there. Um, This summer was very different and very busy, and I found myself back in the spot of having very high anxiety and probably a little bit of depression mixed in there as well. So just to give you a little bit of a backstory, just so that this all makes sense. Back in May, my husband was playing in a basketball tournament in Los Angeles with a bunch of friends, and he unfortunately suffered a complete tear of his right Achilles. Yes. Ouch. So, and of course it was the right Achilles. So he was not able to drive um, post-operatively. He wasn't able to walk for a while or be weight bearing for a very long time. And so it put a lot more responsibility on my plate being the go-to parent. And, you know, at the same time, beginning back in April, I had actually started swim lessons, adult swim lessons for myself, because fun fact, I never learned how to swim when I was little. And that was something that was always on my bucket list was to learn how to swim, especially being a mom to a child now, a toddler that doesn't currently know like truly how to swim yet. We do put him in swim lessons every summer so that he gets a little bit more comfortable. But I took it upon myself. I was like, you know what? This is something that I want to do for myself, for my son. And so that's what I did. So I started that in April. And so doing that all summer, so April, and then I graduated from my adult swim class in August. So doing that from April to August, meanwhile, you know, my husband is not very mobile or able to do much. Poor guy. He, it really did 
affect him quite a bit that he wasn't able to help because he's such a hands-on dad, a great father, a great husband. He's just so amazing. And so for him to have to sit back or being forced to have to sit back and watch me kind of be the go-to parent for most of the summer, and it was really difficult on him. And he tried his best to help out where he could um, with like bath time and, and different things and having to rely on other people, you know, um, it was it was really difficult time for our family. It was. But luckily, you know, we have such an amazing group of family and friends that are always willing to help us. And so we're very thankful for that. But uh, in July, you know, is when I really started to think about seriously doing this podcast. And here we are now. Right. And so when I finally made the decision to take that leap and start this podcast, I was so excited, but I did notice that my anxiety increased with starting this podcast. And again, this is something that I've always, always, always wanted to do was to start a podcast, but I never really knew what topic I would talk about. You know, at the time when I first thought of it, I didn't have kids yet. I hadn't gone through postpartum depression, anxiety, PTSD, and all of that. And since becoming a mother, you know, that has really guided me in this direction. And so here I am, started my podcast, started recording, editing, doing all these things. And it's such a passion of mine. But I, you know, started to notice along with everything else happening in life, my anxiety was just through the roof. So to give you some context or some examples as to how I could tell was, you know, my symptoms, I just noticed, of course, I started snapping again at Carter and Nolan, and my patience was just getting thinner and thinner. Uh, the biggest symptom that I noticed was the tightness in my chest that I felt. And I would try all sorts of breathing exercises and really try to ground myself, and none of that worked. So I had some like chest tightness. My heart rate would um, I felt like my heart rate was high and I would feel it and it would be actually fine. And another thing that I started doing that I'd never done before was I would start wringing my hands. So if that doesn't make sense to you, basically, if you're wringing out a towel, so not necessarily um, twisting it to wring it out, but you're squeezing it to wring it out. I would take my four fingers together my, you know, my index middle ring and pinky, and I would squeeze them together almost as if I'm wringing out my fingers and my fingers would feel so tight. And that was just something that I had never experienced before. And I noticed that my anxiety was starting to get in the way of things that I enjoyed doing. Every time I would edit the podcast. I would make a graphic for it. I would record immediately after. I would just have this anxiety feeling. And I hated that it was affecting me during something that gave me so much joy and purpose. And so I thought to myself, you know, when was the last time that I felt this way? And when I sat down to reflect on that, immediately I noticed that the last time that I felt this way was postpartum. And that was a huge, huge, huge red flag for me. And in that instance, I knew that I needed to do something different. The first thing that popped in my mind was, no, I'm not living like this again. I am not going through that again. I'm not. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to be proactive. 
and I'm going to nip this in the bud. I'm not going to suffer like I did before. I know more about this and I know what's available to me. And so I'm going to do something about it. So that's what I did. So, you know, before I go any further, I want to give a disclaimer. I'm going to be talking about medication, Zoloft. And this is not an ad. Okay. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not trying to push medication on you at all. I'm simply just relaying to you and explaining what my experience was like and why I decided to start medication. And there may be some of you out there that are on the fence about it, or maybe there's a couple misconceptions that you've heard and you're just, and you know, you come out of this episode feeling better about it or more optimistic about maybe starting, you know, some type of anti-anxiety or depression medication, right? So just so you know, I'm not trying to push this on any of you, but if you resonate with this, if you feel like this is something that you want to do, then great. And if you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me if you have any other questions about this topic. So just wanted to put that out there because I'm not pushing this again on anybody because I know, you know, um, medication and and especially medication that has to do with your mental health can be a bit of a scary and sticky topic. And so I just wanted to be transparent about all that and give you a bit of a disclaimer. So I made an appointment with my doctor about wanting to start Zoloft or about starting Lexapro, whichever anxiety and depression medication that they recommended for me. And as many of you know, if you listen to my first episode... I tried Zoloft for a hot second back when I was postpartum and the side effects I wasn't a huge fan of. And so I just stopped at cold turkey. We found out my vitamin D level was low. And so I treated that along with therapy and I was on a good road. And my friend who is a licensed counselor did tell me that the postpartum period, I mean, it can last up until they're about five years old. And so I'm still pretty much in the thick of it postpartum anxiety and depression things can come and go. And that is very, very common and very, very normal. And I said this in the first episode that, you know, even though I am in a better place, I don't want anybody to ever think that, oh, I'm all fine and dandy and it's gone and I'm great because this is a perfect example of how it can creep back in and, you know, possibly what you could do about it. So I met with my doctor's NP and luckily she had actually worked at a women's clinic prior to working in a doctor's office. And so she had lots of experience with mothers in these types of situations. And she just had all the right words to say to me. And I'm so thankful that she was who I was speaking to that day. And so we just talked through the pros and cons, you know, of every medication and um, Zoloft, is one of those medications that is safe for you to take while pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Okay, let's just put that out there. I'm not pregnant. Don't have any plans to be in the near future, but I wanted that safety net just in case we decided to start trying for another one. So because if you get pregnant while on a anti-anxiety or depression medication that's not necessarily safe while you're pregnant, you then have to stop that medication and get on one like Zoloft that is uh, safe. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go with Zoloft. And I have heard from several friends that have had positive experiences with it. And the great thing about Zoloft is you have a lot of wiggle room. You can start out at 25 milligrams, go as high as 200 milligrams, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sorry um, if I'm wrong, fellow healthcare 
professionals, but there's a lot of wiggle room there. And so, you know, whenever I was explaining to her kind of what was going on and the fact that I had been in therapy for man, almost about two and a half years now, you know, and telling her all of the tools that I had been using to, you know, really keep my anxiety at bay, depression at bay, and, you know, just doing that emotional work. She said something to me that resonated with me and has resonated with every person that I've spoken to. And she said to me, Megan, you're doing everything right. It's just that sometimes we need something a little extra to get us through certain seasons of life. I mean, mic drop right there, right? She is exactly right. I had been doing the work. I've been in therapy for two and a half years from a baseline health perspective. I take very good care of myself. I, you know, prioritize me time. I mean, you guys know all of this stuff already. I don't mean to sound like a broken, broken record, but I'd done the work emotionally. And at this point, this season in my life, I just needed a little something extra to get me through. And especially this summer with everything that we had going on, you know, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot you know? And so I knew I needed medication to help me through this time in my life. And, and also Nolan started to get to the point, you know, he's going to be three here in a few months. And he started to get to the point that anytime that I like snapped at him or got angry, he would start apologizing. He'd say, I'm sorry, mama. Or if I would get angry, upset, he would, he would ask me, you okay, mama, you okay. And that just broke my heart because I know that he is now at the age where he's aware. He's aware of all of these things. And I did not want to be that type of mom. And so that really pushed me into this direction of of seeking out help through medication. So uh, we started me out on Zoloft at 25 milligrams. And she did, you know, of course, tell me that it takes really about four to six weeks for you to really feel the effects of the medication. So that is why I chose to not record and release this episode until the end of October. I started taking the medication at the beginning of August. So I've been on it for a bit now, and I wanted to make sure that I could really speak to my experience. I didn't want to just like take it and start talking about it, right? I wanted to, as with everything that I've told you guys, be able to speak through experience And, you know, because I feel like people relate to you better and take it a lot better whenever you've gone through it yourself. So anyway, um, thus far, my experience now being on it for pretty much almost three months now, um, it's been great. So I know one common misconception about any type of anxiety or depression medication is that a lot of people think to themselves, oh gosh, well, it's going to alter the way that I think my brain. I'm going to feel like, you know, I'm in la la land, like my head's in the cloud. I'm going to feel like a zombie, you know? And I also was one of those people that was like, no, I I don't, I don't want to try medication. I don't want to do a medication. And understandably so a lot of people, because there's that stigma out there, a lot of people have a ton of reservations about it. And you should, you know, it's something new. It's something we haven't been talking about a lot. So hopefully I can break the sti- help break the stigma with uh, medication as well. But I, I just, I very much came from the outlook of, 
I want to do everything I possibly can first and medication be the last resort. And that's where I was at. I had to use all the tools in my toolbox that my therapist had given me. And again, I love my therapist. She's amazing. And I I very much, I I felt a little guilty also starting medication and telling her about it because I did not want her to think that everything that she had taught me wasn't useful or wasn't helpful. And she didn't take it that way. You know, like the NP told me, you know, sometimes you just need a little something extra. And one thing that Carter also told me that resonated with me was that I've done the work emotionally, right? Been in therapy, doing all the things. I've done all the work emotionally. Now it's just something chemical. And I truly believe that. It was something that was just, after a while, just kind of out of your control. And so here I am, and I feel great. We started out on 25 milligrams and increased to 50 after a week. Everybody is different. Everyone is going to react differently to different doses. I feel like a lot of times when people, you know, feel like, oh, I'm in la la land, my head's in the clouds, I'm a zombie, that may mean that your dose is too high, you know? And so it's just about finding the right dosage for you that works for you. Because I will be honest, I still feel like me 100%. My brain doesn't feel any different. I don't think any differently. I'm just a more patient person. I'm happier than I've ever been. And I, you know, I'm just doing much better. And I feel like I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm a better friend, better sister, better everything. And I still feel like me, just a more patient and happier version of myself. And who doesn't want that, right? So anyway, uh, one of my friends a couple of weeks ago actually brought up a really good point. She said, you know, since you feel great and you're happy and all of that, when do you know that it's a good time to get off of the medication, right? If you feel so good, like why and when would you ever decide to get off the medication, which I think is a really, really, really good point to touch on. And I feel like when I get to the point where this season of life has kind of calmed down, you know, maybe when Nolan gets to be a little bit more independent, he's able to, you know, verbalize his needs a little bit more, things start to settle down here at home, you know, and you know, a lot of pieces and parts are just where they need to be, I may try and get off of it. And if I still feel those same symptoms again, then I'll get back on it. You know, it's a lot of just trial and error and seeing where you are in life. And so, yeah, that has been my story thus far. It has been such a game changer for me. And like I said, if anybody out there is on the fence or has any questions, please reach out to me on the Maternal Mind Podcast Instagram, or you can email me, or if you have my phone number, you can text me or call me anytime. I'm an open book, and I will be as open and transparent with you as possible about this entire process. So yeah, to you moms out there, if you have a story, please, please, please get in touch with the Maternal Mind Podcast and We would love for you to come on here and share your story of motherhood and maternal mental health in season two. And I know there may be a handful of you out there that are probably going to think to yourself, well, there's nothing special about my story. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Every single story out there is special and you have something to bring to the table. Every mom has something to bring to the table. If you feel like you want to share your story, please do. I encourage you to reach out. 
at the Maternal Mind Podcast Instagram page or maternalmindpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let me know. And we will figure out a time in the spring for you to record and be on this podcast. And so, yeah, I'm excited. I already have a few guests that I've been in contact with that we will be recording with in the spring. Some really good different topics to touch on. And before I go and wrap up this last episode of this season, I want to dedicate this season to two very important people that I unfortunately lost this year as a result of mental health disorder, one of which suffered from a mental health disorder and the other who was a victim of someone who suffers from a mental health disorder. And so I continue to do this for them. I know that they are both very proud of the work that I've done so far, and I'm sure they both felt very alone in their situations and maybe were not in the right state of mind. And, you know, asking for help is really hard and there's still, you know, lots of stigma that surrounding mental health, even though I feel like we are getting better about it all. Just know that you're not alone, that you don't have to suffer in silence. There are lots of resources out there, hopefully me being one of them. And so, yeah, I just dedicate this to them and I continue to carry on this podcast for them and for all the moms out there that have suffered or are suffering in silence or anybody out there that is suffering from any type of mental illness. I do this for you. I do this for the two people that I've lost this year that were very near and dear to my heart. And so, yeah, I don't mean to end this last episode all emotional and stuff, but that is the reality of what can happen. We cannot keep losing more and more people to this just because of stigma or lack of support, whatever it may be. So anyway, on a lighter note, thank you guys so much. Like I said, feel free to contact Maternal Mind Podcasts at any time if you ever need anything throughout these next couple of months while we are on a break. Thank you so much for your support. We will see you in the spring of 2024 for season two. We'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and a review. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Maternal Mind Podcast. And if you have any questions or want to share your story, email us at maternalmindpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.